Don't let your crisis pull you into a depression. Or don't give in to a feeling of hopelessness. Don't let despair have the victory that your faith is meant to have. Just know that God is with you. He has a plan for you. And he's promised to get you through the storms of life. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sport product lines sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. Bobby is not asking for financial support. However, he does need your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights, relied on by emergency professionals across America. Learn more about Nebo Tools at OnTheBrightSide.org. Now it's time to buckle your seatbelt and get ready for On the Bright Side with Bobby. When Pastor Jones picked up the phone, Special Agent Sanders from the IRS was on the line. Listen, Pastor, the IRS agent started. I'm calling to inquire about a member of your congregation, a Dr. Scheip. Do you know him? Yes, replied the pastor. Dr. Scheip has been a member here for many years. How can I help you? Well, on last year's tax return, Dr. Scheip claimed he made a sizable tax-deductible contribution to your church. Is that true? Well, how much did he say he gave, asked the pastor. $50,000, answered Agent Sanders. Is that true, Pastor? There was a long pause on the phone. Finally, the pastor said, Agent Sanders, if you'll call back tomorrow, I'm sure it will be. This week, while I was getting prepared to, um, to give you a few words, I, I, uh, I couldn't work on what I wanted to because I felt the Lord impress upon me to encourage some of you, perhaps many of you who are going through a storm right now and whose life is in a crisis right now. And, of course, I don't know what it is. But if there's anything I do know, it's that the Word of God is full of good wisdom of what to do and who to trust in a crisis. So just like when a golfer finds his game falling apart, which I'm used to doing, he's taught to go back to the basic fundamentals of how to swing the golf club in order to get back on track. Well, we as Christians have to do the same thing. We just need to remember a few important things to make it through a crisis. And the first thing to remember in a crisis is to know that God is with you. Over and over in the Bible it says that wherever we are, God is right there with us. We're not alone. And it may seem like it, but we never go through anything by ourselves. The Word says, never will I leave you, and never will I forsake you. And the second thing to remember in a crisis is that God has a specific purpose and a plan for your life. 
And the storm that you're going through is just a temporary setback toward fulfilling your purpose. When the Apostle Paul ended up a prisoner on a ship that encountered a terrible storm that waged on for weeks, everyone on board had given up but Paul. Well, how is it that Paul could remain so calm and confident that they would survive? Well, he could because God had told Paul that his mission was to go to Rome, and he wasn't there yet. So God had a plan for him. You see, external forces may interrupt our life, but nothing can change God's plan for us except our own acts of disobedience. The third thing that we hold on to in a crisis is God's promises. God keeps his promises without fail, and he promises to see us through our storms. Oh, your storm may cause some pain. I mean, in Paul's case, they had to throw everything overboard, and they even had to swim to safety. But as promised, they made it. You know, they, I read where eagles can sense a storm coming before it breaks. And that what they do is they go to a high place and they wait until the strong winds come. And then they fly right into the force of the wind and they let the storm winds lift them higher and higher until they are above the storm where the air is calm. And the word of the Lord acknowledges the attributes of the eagle in a, in a beautiful passage in Isaiah. It says, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not grow faint. So today, don't let your crisis pull you into a depression. Or don't give in to a feeling of hopelessness. Don't let despair have the victory that your faith is meant to have. Just know that God is with you. He has a plan for you. And he's promised to get you through the storms of life. And when Paul was in the very worst of the storm, it was dark and all seemed lost. They dropped the anchors and they just prayed for daylight. And daylight came. And daylight will come to you. In Jesus' name. God knows how important money is to us. That's why He teaches us through all the Word how to deal with it. Stay right there to hear how to control money without letting it control you. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Over 900,000 moms per year choose to abort their baby, and 85% of them are single moms. It's hard to choose life when you're feeling alone, but Embrace Grace has a goal to change that. Embrace Grace equips and empowers churches to start support groups around the nation and the world to walk alongside moms with unintended pregnancies. With over 400 support groups in churches around the nation, lives are being saved. Partner financially with Embrace Grace today. For just $25 per month, your gift can help train leaders of a church to find moms that need help. For $100 per month, your gift can help reach and inspire more churches to start a group. And for $250 per month, your gift can launch a group at a church. Together, we can help her be brave and ensure that no single mom walks alone. 
Go to EmbraceGrace.com for more information on how you can partner with Embrace Grace to save them both. EmbraceGrace.com. Thanks to our sponsor, Nebo Tools, with flashlights relied on by emergency professionals across America. On the Bright Side returns. But first, I want to talk to you uh, for for just a, a few seconds about your money. Did you know that if your money could talk to you today, that more than likely it would lie to you? I know most of you think that if your money could talk, it would just say goodbye. Because it just never seems to hang around long enough. But one of the biggest problems with money isn't that we can't hang on to it. And it isn't that we always want and need more of it. The biggest problem with money is the deception that it can bring into our life. And listen, I'm as guilty as anyone for falling for the lies that money tells because I've always struggled to keep the importance of money in the right place. I'm kind of like the banker who was being robbed and the robber pulls a gun and says, your money or your life. The banker says, don't rush me, I'm thinking. But it seems like one of the great struggles of life is to accumulate enough money. Isn't that right? And if you ask people what they want in life, most people would say, among other things, they'd say a million dollars would be nice. That reminds me of another story of two friends. One asked the other if he could borrow his book on how to make a million dollars. His friend said, sure, and he gave him the book. He looked at it and he said, hey, half the pages are missing here. And his friend said, what's the matter? Isn't half a million enough for you? (laughs) You see, it's one of the main lies that money tells us is that we'll only be content with a lot of it. So we need to put money in the right place in our life because we can't allow money or the lack of it to rob us of the peace and the joy that God intends for us to have. And the best way to put money in the right place and have the right perspective on it is to recognize the lies that the enemy uses to deceive us about money. Money is lying to you when it tells you that you deserve what you have. For most of us, money doesn't come without some sacrifice and hard work. So we tend to fall for this lie pretty easy. But the Word not only says, wealth and honor come from the Lord, but it also says, my power and the strength of my hands have produced this wealth for me. But remember the Lord, your God, for it was He who gave you the ability to produce wealth. So even when we work for it, we can't take credit for it. Everything we have, every talent that we have to earn with comes from the Lord. This means we need to be thankful for what we already have, and we have to be thankful for the ability to produce it. Another lie about money that we buy into is that money will bring us happiness. And it's easy to believe, and that is that you can be rich and miserable, or you can be poor and happy, and money could have nothing to do with either condition. The Word says, whoever loves money never has enough, and whoever loves wealth is never satisfied with his income. The pursuit of money as a means to happiness is simply the pursuit of a fool. The Word says, For what profits a man 
to gain the whole world but lose his soul. And another life from your money is that money will bring you security. It's sad, but too often we see today what was considered good stewardship in building a retirement fund through working years for a company turns out not to be the security that people had counted on. It's tragic. But the Word tells us there's no security in anything that the world has to offer. It says, Whoever trusts in his riches will fall, but the righteous will thrive like a green leaf. You see, God knows how important money is to us. And that's why he teaches us all throughout the world, the word, how to deal with it. Money can be a tool and a blessing. Money can be a crutch and a curse. God wants us to control money instead of it controlling us. And it starts when we stop believing the lies the world tells us about money and start making our money tell the truth. And if money told the truth, it would say, I'm just an overrated, temporary commodity whose best use is to test you to see who you really trust. Let me ask you something. Is your money lying to you today? I believe that we need to be diligent, but more than ever before, I believe that we need to trust God for all things and certainly trust Him for all things financial. You know, God doesn't have any financial problems. He already owns everything. And if you want your money to be blessed, you need to make your money tell the truth. And if you're struggling over finances today, then I want you to know that this promise from Philippians is just for you. This is what it says. My God will meet all your needs according to His glorious riches in Christ Jesus. Can you say amen this morning? Do you think we ever need to remind God of anything? You might think that's a strange question. Well, we remind God of His promises because God wants us to know what He has promised us. Stay tuned to learn more. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Sometimes you discover something that's so ultra cool and handy that it just screams, you need this. Meet the Nebo Tools Slim. This is a thin, ergonomic, rechargeable pocket light that puts out 500 lumens of intense bright light. This isn't like any flashlight you've ever seen, and it's shaped like your cell phone. A task light and flashlight, the Slim fits, hangs, or sits just about anywhere. Fully dimmable with power memory recall. The ultra cool Slim pocket light features a pocket clip, collapsible hanging hook, and powerful magnet base for convenient hands-free lighting. This light will prove so handy that you don't want to go anywhere without it. The Slim, just one of the many reasons why Nebo is the leader in lighting innovation. Thanks for listening to On the Bright Side with entrepreneur and business owner Bobby Bollinger. I was going to ask you, has anybody had a bad day lately? I thought so. Okay, well, well, here are the top 10 ways to know you're having a bad day. Okay, you ready for this? Top 10 ways to know when you're having a bad day. Number 10, 
when your twin sister forgets your birthday. <laughs> Number nine, you know you're having a bad day when it costs more to fill up your car than it did to buy it. That's right. Number eight, you're having a bad day. You call your wife and tell her you'd like to eat out tonight. And when you get home, you find a sandwich on the front porch. <laughs> Number seven, it's a bad day when the bird singing outside your window is a buzzard. <laughs> Number six, your doctor tells you you're in excellent health for someone twice your age. Bad day. Number five, you're having a bad day when your children's school calls to surrender. <laughs> Number four, it's a bad day when you have to borrow from your Visa card to pay your MasterCard bill. <laughs> Number three, you're having a bad day when you put both contact lens in the same eye. I've been there. <laughs> Number two. You know you're having a bad day when you see a film crew from 60 Minutes waiting outside your office. <laughs> and the number one way to know that you're having a bad day, when your car horn sticks and you're on the freeway behind 32 Hells Angels on motorcycles. <laughs> yeah, that would be bad. Okay, but let's face it. We all have a few of those days. And in fact, it's pretty normal to have a bad stretch where things aren't going well. And some of you could even be having some of those times right now. But you know what? All of us as Christians, we have an amazing arsenal of weapons available to us to fight and overcome whatever comes our way. And we know that it's there. But so often... We don't unleash the power that's right there for us to use. And what I'm talking about are the promises of God. You see, God always tells the truth. He always does exactly what he says. And he said he'd do a lot of things for us. And there are well over a thousand promises in his word that we can rely on to help us deal with our struggles. And all his promises are true. But here's the key. What many people don't realize is you have to remind God of his promises. And you might think that's a strange statement. Why would we have to remind God of anything? Well, we remind God of his promises because God wants us to. Not because he can't remember what he promised. But because God wants us to know what he promised. Most of the great characters in the Bible reminded God of the promises that he had made. David, Abraham, Moses, all of them, they cried out to God for him to deliver on his promises. And you know what? He always did. So we have this huge advantage in life in the form of God's promises. But the word shows us that we have to go after them, that we have to get his attention. You know, you, you know the scriptural phrase that we've heard our whole life. All the promises of God are yes and amen. I know you like that when you use it often. Well, I never bothered to really grasp what that line meant. But when you read that whole passage, it gets clearer. Here's what it says. For no matter how many promises are made, they are yes in Christ. 
And so through him, the amen is spoken by us to the glory of God. And what I learned is amen is one of the few words that means the same in Hebrew as it does in English. It means to agree or to to acknowledge that it's true, like so be it or it is so. So what this means to us is that through Christ, all his promises are true. So when we remind God of his promises, Christ responds and says, yes. And then we say, amen. We've got it. I claim your promise in Jesus' name. Now, you may say, well, I pray and I read the word. And sometimes I still don't feel like he's listening. Well, you know, the word also shows us that there are times when God allows us to feel like he's not listening. But that's when God is testing you to see if you'll trust him and his promises no matter how you feel. That's when he wants you to cry out, God, where are you? And that's when you can remind him that he promised he would never leave nor forsake us. And that's when you can remind him that he promised he would inhabit the praises of his people. And that's when he wants to come through. And that's when he has to come through. Because all his promises are true. Dwight Moody once said, God never made a promise that was too good to be true. Our God is an interactive God. He's made promises to you for everything that you could be going through today. It could be depression. It could be fear, grief, heartbreak, worry, failure. It doesn't matter. He's promised to get you through it. What an amazing gift His promises are for us to stand on, for us to hold on to, and for us to remind God of. All His promises are true. Say that with me. All His promises are true. Listen to this one that the Lord Himself made. He said, there are many rooms in my Father's house. And I'm going there to prepare a place for you. And if it wasn't so, I would tell you. And when everything is ready, I'll come. I'll come and I'll get you. So that you can be where I am. What a promise. Aren't you glad they're all true? Because this one, it tells us that no matter what happens, everything's going to be all right in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur and business owner. Bobby is not asking for financial support. However, he does need your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at onthebrightside.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. 
Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights relied on by emergency professionals across America. Trusted by many at work, home, or play, let Nebo light your way. Learn more about Nebo Tools at onthebrightside.org or call 847-312-8197.